Hey, you, with a rhinestone dog collar. Between us dogs, I just convinced my human to upgrade to a new home with a 1,200-square-foot bathroom. I think she called it a yard. With Wells Fargo's 3% down mortgage option, my human realized a new home was within reach, and I only gave her puppy eyes once. Get your human to talk to a mortgage consultant or learn more at wellsfargo.com slash woof. Wells Fargo Home Mortgage. Down payments as low as 3% on a fixed-rate loan require mortgage insurance. Ask a home mortgage consultant about loan requirements. Wells Fargo Home Mortgage is a division of Wells Fargo Bank N.A. Equal housing lender. NMLS R.I.D. 399801. This week's episode is brought to you by our sponsors at Norris State of Mind, bringing you all new, unique clothing options, from shirts to hoodies, shorts to sweats. Go to NorrisStateOfMind.com to order your merch today. Don't forget to purchase our exclusive Already Home t-shirts. Varsity House Boutique, bringing you all exclusive merchandise. Get a taste of today's culture by going to VarsityHouseShop.com. Keep your cool, play with style at Varsity House. And last but not least, our good friends at Sincere Empire, bringing you any and everything in graphic design. Make sure to go to SincereEmpire.Weebly.com. Now let's get to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is the Already Home Podcast. Uh, I am your boy, Scoots Bronson. Um, this is week two, and I am doing this solo dolo once again. Um, the homeboy Gan is back in the booth, putting some shit together. So, um, it really ain't no timetable when he might be back. So, you know, we're going to wish him the best. Um, we definitely hope that he in there putting in some good work. Uh, he got the 13, 33, 31 coming out very soon. And, um, man, we excited for it. So, uh, salute the gang. You know what I'm saying? Um, y'all make sure y'all be on the lookout for that new project coming. It'll be there on uh, that piff very soon. And, um while you at it, you know, go to that piff and uh download and stream opportunity. Um, that's his last project. Uh I'm featured on it. Nature Boy Matrix featured on it. So y'all go there, man, and support the homeboy, man. Make sure, you know, you show bro some love, man. You know, he really putting in this work. He really trying to um give y'all some quality music, man. So salute to you, gang. Um, I know you listening to this homeboy, so whenever you get a chance, man, um Swing through so you can update us on the project, bro. You know what I'm saying? We eager to hear this shit, bro. So, um, let me go ahead and get started with our shout-outs. You know what I'm saying? Because we actually got somebody that hit us up um, for the shout-out segment. And pretty excited about that shit. You know what I'm saying? Pretty excited, man, because, you know, we love to shout people out, man. And we love to, you know, fuck with people, so... Um, shout out to swagladyhair.com. Um, that is swagladyhair.com. The Instagram is at Debra Virgin underscore hair. Debra is spelled D E B O R A H. Y'all go check that out, man. Um, 
for the ladies who like to keep your hair nice and tight, you know, go there and check it out. They got some decent prices on the hair, um, or as I like to say, bundles. So, you know, go ahead and um, get your shit right. Ain't nothing wrong, you know, getting uh, made up. You might need a little something for Halloween, you know, it's in a couple of days, you know. Go there and order something, support a black business, and uh, do your thing, man. So salute the swagladyhair.com. Uh, thank y'all for sending the um, information, man. We do appreciate it, and uh, we hope we can bring y'all some business and, you know, great success. Um, another shout-out to the Stolen Time Podcast, as usual, as Di Foster, Uncle Washington. Um, always holding it down, man, every week. Not just bringing you something weekly. You know, they should, he's starting to do it. Like, man, he'll give you something, like, during the week, and then he'll just bring you something else. He'll just pop up with something else out of nowhere. So, you know, make sure you go hit up SoundCloud, man. Support the homeboy, S. Dow Foster, um, and support the big OG, uh, Uncle Washington. uh, Go get the Stolen Time podcast. Download it if you could download it off of there. And if not, shit, just stream it. Um, I believe it's on Google Play, so you could definitely download it off of there if you can't get it off SoundCloud. But uh, make sure y'all show them some love, man, because, you know, every week they come in with something great. Last two episodes uh, he did with a good friend of his, and um, pretty exciting. He did a top ten of uh, scary movies for, the, of course, you know, the whole Halloween thing. And um, very interesting. It was very interesting. Um, he had some good movies on there. And um, he did an honorable mention of one of the... Uh, and the buzzer as usual. But um, he did an honorable mention of one of the uh, probably most underrated movies. Um, and I ain't seen it in a minute. But um, it's about a couple chicks. They all friends. And they go into a cave. And then um, they ended up running into, like, some monsters. And it's... I don't know if they like monsters or mutated humans or whatever they was, but I know that them motherfuckers was in the cave and they was killing them. Um, and it was a good ass movie because it was it kind of threw you off. It's called The Descent, but uh, it just came to me. It was The Descent. The Descent was a great fucking movie. They had a second one. I didn't get to watch that all the way through, but the first one was the shit. Like, just to just to be able to go through the mental of having to deal with that situation, just the psychological effect of having to deal with that situation. They really went deep into that aspect of um, what was going on. So I enjoyed the movie. He threw it in as an honorable mention, which, you know, I thought was amazing. So y'all go check out the Stolen Time podcast, man, because uh, – that's my boy. He be holding it down, man. And they be having some great fucking conversations. Um, some of the conversations, like, you know, you just holding. Like, it, it's it's beyond. Sometimes it's like beyond barbershop talk. It's more so um, just living room talk. Like, you know, chilling with the people talk. And, and um, they kicking a lot of knowledge on there, man. So y'all make sure y'all go show some love to the Stolen Time Podcast. That's S-T-O-L apostrophe N Time Podcast. Um, 
Shout out to my homegirl, Shalea Espino, with Frozen in Time Events. Y'all can check her out on Facebook. Um, just search Frozen in Time Events. She does wedding planning. Um, and she does a great job, an awesome job. She is uh, very meticulous about what she does, and she's opened a, a lot of ideas, and, she's, and she usually can help build off those ideas and make them uh, even greater. So salute to her. Y'all go check her out, Shalea Espino, Frozen in Time Events. Also check out my homegirl, Chelsea Chase. Um, she just put up her website. Um, it's actually a blog site, but it's chasingdreams.com. Um, she is also a fashion designer and a fashion consultant. So on her website, she has that um, page that you can go to if you would like to uh, get her services. You can go on there and check it out. Or if you just want to read about what she's talking about, um, you can also do that as well. But make sure y'all go check her out. That's Chelsea Chase at chasingdreams.com. And course you know man go check out our sponsors we got something in the works right now with north state of mind so y'all be on the lookout for that um and i think that's it for the shout out segment you know what i'm saying but uh you can always always lean on me now i'm just playing i'm back on the soundboard this week too so <laughs> hey don't judge me um but anyway man let's get to the shit you know what I'm saying? Because uh, that's what y'all here for, right? Okay, then. So, first and foremost, um, I do want to say shout-out to Combat Jack um, of the Combat Jack podcast show. Um, he just recently found out he had colon cancer, and um, he's one of the people that I listen to, and... Um, he kind of inspired me. He was definitely one of the people that inspired me to start doing podcasts, um, to start voicing my opinions, to start getting out here and doing my own thing and building my own brand. So um, our prayers are definitely out from the Already Home podcast uh, to Combat Jack. I hope he does well um, and get better soon, big homie. Uh, you know, we want you on them shows, man. We need you on them shows. We need you out here showing the youth the, the way to grind and the way to guide through the movement. Um, but just a little bit on Combat Jack. He um, He's actually the co-founder of the Loudspeakers Network, which is a major podcast network, um, which is they have, like, a, a shitload of podcasts that I listen to. And that was one of the main reasons listening to the podcasts that they have is that's why I jumped on and started doing my own thing because that's the kind of route that I want to take. I want to be able to build that kind of brand. I want to be able to um, branch out the way they did and uh, create something bigger than myself um, to open up doors for other people and to just show the love. Because if you listen to any any of the loud um, loudspeakers podcasts, <coughs> excuse me, but if you listen to any of the loudspeakers podcasts, and if you ever go and see when they bring somebody new on and then that person ends up getting a podcast, you start to see how they branch out. You start to see how they tell you, you know, reach one, teach one. Or, you know, when you get on, you put your homies on. And that's, like, the model that they live by. So um, 
once again, man, salute to Combat Jack. And um, our prayers are with you, big homie. Get better, man. But um, now that that's out the way, uh, I'm excited once again, ladies and gentlemen, because it is Sunday. And you know what the fuck that means. Uh, the Walking Dead is back, goddammit. That's right. That's right. Um, last week was a great episode. Um, it focused on Rick a lot. Um, I see they getting back into the story with Rick, um, focusing back on him, getting back on the main character, which I think is always a good way to kick off a, um, a premiere of the season. Uh, it was kind of everywhere, but if you was paying attention, you could understand it. Uh it's good to see them actually getting back to being who they are. I felt like Alexandria kind of softened them up a little bit because it got them back into that um, sheltered life when they were out in the open and, and out in the wild for so long. I remember when they first got to Alexandria, how they were so shocked at how all these people were living and not even realizing what was going on outside of the walls of that town. So I felt like after a while with them start living there, even though they had the zombie evasion, even though uh, a bunch of people end up dying and all that shit, I felt like they still start getting too used to having that cushion life, that, that comfortable life. And, you know, I felt like it was a little too easy. Uh, it was getting a little too easy for them. And to me, I felt like the saviors crashed all that shit. Um my favorite time from season seven, of course, was when Sasha hopped out the motherfucking coffin and almost killed Negan. Um, salute to Sasha. Uh, salute to the lady that plays Sasha. I forgot what her name is, but she she does pretty good, or she did pretty good uh, in that series. And um, I don't like Negan. I'm sure I talked about this shit last week, but Negan's a bitch, man. Uh First off, it's the end of the world, my nigga. Why do you have that leather jacket on? You know what I'm saying? Uh, not only that, my dude had an ascot, and I'm not with that shit. Um, but anyway, you know, they went in and they wrecked some shit. Um, the preacher man, uh, I'm not going to lie, I hope he dies. Uh, his stupid ass stopped and tried to say the motherfucker that tried to set them up. And I just feel like, man, it's sometimes um, where you just got to let a motherfucker die. That was one of them times. Um, the quote-unquote head of the Hilltop community uh, is a traitor. He's a coward. Uh, he's all-out pussy. And he don't deserve to do shit. I hope they fucking kill him. Actually, I hope that motherfucking truck, because he stole the preacher's truck. And he drove off and left the preacher behind, even though the preacher went and stopped and tried to save him. But, I mean, it's cool. Um, he ended up running into the little uh, trailer or shelter or whatever the fuck that was with Negan. Um, Negan had that motherfucking bat Lucille, and he looked like he was about to uh, Yasiel Puig the fuck out his face. However, uh, the preacher still got the gun. So Negan might die this episode. So, of course, as you all know, I record on Sundays. So tonight... Um, I'm actually five hours away from this shit, so 
excuse me, tonight is um, episode two of this season. I can't wait. I'm excited as fuck. Um, I want to know what the fuck about to happen. And then on top of that, once again, like I said, it was just the premiere. So there's no telling what the next part of the story is about to be. Because if you watch The Walking Dead, you know that no matter what, it's always the second part of the story that they wrap all that shit together. So, man, it's going to be lit, man. I can't wait. Um, I'm excited as fuck. And, um, yeah, man, you know, it's, it's, it's good shit, man. It's good shit when you got shit to watch on TV. Because I don't watch TV like that. Um, when I do, it's usually, like, some rerun shit or some shit that, like, come on uh, A&E or, uh, what is it, National Geographic, some shit like that. Like, I don't really watch too much television, television. Um, I usually watch, like, documentaries and shit like that. But every now and then I come across a good TV show or I come across a good uh, TV series, something like that. And, um... Recently, man, I just ain't been finding shit. It ain't really been nothing on TV. So, uh, The Walking Dead is back. Um, hopefully, they bring back Enter the Badlands. Um, that was a great series. They kind of ruined it in season two for me. But, you know, who knows? They might get that shit together and bring it back. Um, Dear White People uh, on Netflix. The first season of that was fucking amazing. Um from the looks of it, I follow a few people that did that series, and it looks like they recording. I'm sorry, not recording, but it looks like they filming now. So I'm hoping, and I'm you know, I'm I'm, I'm kind of positive that it'll be a season two. Um, I've heard some good things about it. Some people said it's gonna be a season two, but who knows? Um, I'm hoping it's gonna be a season two because um, that was a great perspective. Um, on how they did each character, each episode. Then on top of that, they stayed with the story, and then they also brought in um, characters of different ethnicities, not just, of course, you know, the black characters. But this go-around, I think they should add in... um, I think they should add in different ethnicities, like, or uh, different religions... You know, like maybe uh, a Muslim character. They could add in uh, a Mexican character, especially with what's going on with Trump and everything going on in America. Um, They could add in an Asian character. You know, I mean, just touching on everybody around because, you know, it's cool to... uh, It's cool to to show the black perspective, especially when it's done by black people, but it's also cool to show other people's perspective because not only do you start to understand the black perspective, you also start to understand the black perspective in different aspects. Um, When you get to see how certain things are different in certain cultures, for instance, it's a little different the way Mexicans get discriminated compared to black people or uh, vice versa. You know, um, right now how Mexicans get discriminated for being immigrants and building the wall thing or, you know, Muslims in the Muslim ban and, you know, just different things like that and how it affects people's lives and how it affects people's uh, self-esteem. Just, you know, if they throw that in there, man, this shit is going to be dope. I mean, this shit going to be crazy. So who knows, man? Um, But, you know, it is what it is, man. Like I said, 
um, good TV is good TV. Um, I got to catch up on Stranger Things uh, the first season so I could watch Stranger Things um, season two. Uh, I know a lot of people are already watching it, which is cool. Uh, just don't tell me nothing about it, please, because <laughs> uh, I hate to have to kill you. <laughs> but, you know, it is what it is, man. Um, you know, some TV is good, some TV is shitty. Most of TV is shitty, actually, but, you know, there's been some good shit out there. Stranger Things, uh, I caught on to that because somebody was telling me about it, and um, that shit is nice. It's like, uh, it reminded me of, like, some old-ass 80s shit. It was mixed in with, like, with mid-90s, mixed in with some newer stuff, so I don't know, man. It's uh, it's a great show, though, so if y'all ever get a chance to watch... Um, Stranger Things and Dear White People on Netflix do that. And if you haven't watched Walking Dead this season or last season, please catch up because you are going to miss out on greatness. And I would hate for that to happen to you. Um, but um, moving on, um, I have beef with um, Pumpkin Spice, Notre Dame, and um, the outfit that my main man Steve Kerr had on uh, during the Golden State Warrior and Washington Wizards game. Now, um, first and foremost, I'm not sure what this whole pumpkin spice fad is. I get it. You know, um, it's around the time for Thanksgiving, Halloween, or fall or whatever, and I guess pumpkins grow only in the fall. I don't know. Um, apparently... That's the best time to eat pumpkins or some shit like that. Or whatever. Um, if I see one more fucking thing that say pumpkin spice on it, I'm going to fucking spaz out. Nobody eats that shit except white chicks in college. And not the, like, not every white chick. I mean, like, the the real quirky white chicks. Like, always upbeat. Always try to be nice. You know, they was popular in high school. Uh, maybe a cheerleader. Um, you know, sometimes the smart ones, you know, perky breasts, shit like that, um, blonde hair, um, some brunettes, no redheads, uh, and they always, like, they got, like, two or three friends, they'll never have, like, a real group of friends, they got, like, just two or three friends, and they always go together to order the same shit, and everybody get the pumpkin spice latte, um, them the hoes I'm talking about. That's the only people that like pumpkin spice. Nobody else likes that shit. So when you do that shit, uh, Starbucks specifically, uh, Kroger's recently, and everybody else that's jumping onto the bandwagon, um, get them bitches names, man. Make an email list and send that shit to them bitches when the shit come out. We don't want that shit. Nobody gives a fuck about pumpkin spice. Um, niggas don't even like pumpkin pie, and that shit is good. So imagine how we feel when every time you turn around, you see fucking pumpkin spice. Take, take that shit out of there. We don't want that shit. Uh, that shit is for the birds. And uh, once again, white girls who got perky breasts, um, blonde hair, and hella sweaters and skirts. For some odd reason, I just picture them wearing sweaters and skirts. I don't know. The shit is stupid. Get, get over it. Um, another thing, sports. Uh, why the fuck do they keep celebrating Notre Dame? And not necessarily like Notre Dame as the school. That's cool. I get that. 
Um, a lot of good people come from Notre Dame school. I mean Notre Dame's football team. These motherfuckers ain't won nothing in a long time. Um, they always come up short in everything that they do. They average as fuck every year. Um, the people that come from there don't do shit. The last star to come from there was, what, Brady Quinn? That nigga only lasted six months. Uh, or, I'm sorry, six games. Uh, Jeff Samarja, he played receiver for them motherfuckers. That nigga is pitching for the Chicago Cubs. Uh, Deshaun Kaiser is currently ruining everything going on with my Cleveland Browns. Um, that's it. I I don't know nobody else from Notre Dame that's doing a goddamn thing in the league. Um, Notre Dame is trash. Uh, they football team is garbage. The coach is garbage. Uh, them niggas don't never play nobody. Um, they, I think they just start uh, jumping back in the rankings. They was out of it for like five years. <clears throat> Excuse me. But yeah, man, Notre Dame is trash. Uh, I don't understand what the whole fascination with Notre Dame is. I don't know why people keep trying to show these motherfuckers love. But um, it's cool. Don't worry about it. Um, it won't be for long. Uh, they better hope they don't got to run in Ohio State or Georgia or uh, Wisconsin or Alabama or a real school um, because they're going to get their ass tore the fuck up because they don't have no real talent. Um, as you can see, they play Michigan, um, who really is the only school that they can play to actually do anything. Um, but they shit. They trash too. <laughs> <clears throat> but um, I don't understand it, man. I just don't get the whole fascination of why they keep trying to make Notre Dame such a, uh, such a pinnacle in college football. Them days over with. Um, the motherfuckers ain't been shit since Charlie Weiss was there. Let it go. <coughs> Excuse me. Got a slight little cold and shit. Um, and I'm tired of shit, man. Uh, last night, me and my wife drove all the way down to Memphis, Tennessee, to drop my sister-in-law off back home, and we did not stop and sleep. We actually did shifts, um, and we drove all the way back, so that was like 16 fucking hours of torture on the highway, um, but it was all right, though. It was cool. We made it happen. We back. It's over with. But, yeah. Yep. Anyway, Steve Kerr, my nigga. That nigga was dressed like uh, a detective on Miami Vice during the Golden State uh, <laughs> Washington Wizards game. I don't know what the fuck, uh, who styled him, um, or who said that shit was cool. I just kind of figured he was just trying to kick it with the players, you know, be cool, like one of them cool coaches, you know, and be around the players. Um, nah, he fell epically. That nigga had, like, a purple and yellow floral shirt on, and he had, like, this members-only leather jacket. And then, like, he had, like, some jeans or some shit on. I don't know. He, They fucked him up. Uh, I thought them niggas was dressed up for Halloween. I'm not going to lie to you. I thought it was a joke. Um, but apparently Steve Kerr was for real. So Steve Kerr, I know you're not listening to this. Uh, if anybody knows Steve Kerr, tell him not to never do that shit again because uh, he looks stupid as fuck. Um, he looked like a total asshat in that shirt and that jacket. 
And I just don't get it. Like, why didn't one of the teammates just be like, hey, coach, that ain't you? But um, that lets you know you can't trust them niggas. Sorry, Steve Kerr. Uh, you got to get your shit together, man. You know, so um, this is for you. Because that's what you did. You blew it. <laughs> you fucking blew it with that goddamn shit that you had on. That shit was trash. Um, so, uh, since we talk about sports, we're going to get, we're going to stick to sports. Cause, um, I got a lot of shit to talk about as far as sports go. <coughs> Excuse me. But I got a lot of shit to talk about because, um, there's a lot of shit that's been going on, of course, in sports and it's been real fucked up, but. Um, one of the things that I did not like that I seen recently um, was this past week. Uh, it was like early in the week. Steph Curry, I believe it was in the game before the Wizards game. Or, yeah, it was definitely in the game before the Wizards game because I think he got like fined or some shit. Uh, I mean, like, not fined, he got kicked out or some shit. But this nigga get fined $50,000. For throwing a mouthpiece, not at a ref, but in the direction of a ref. Fuck out of here. This nigga took it to the rack. Um, you know how them fucking basketball niggas be. You smack the back of their hand when they shooting. He come down, he yelling at the ref like this nigga got ran over by motherfucking... Uh, uh, Vontaze Perfect or James Harrison or some shit. He come down, he yelling and screaming. He take his mouthpiece out. He throw his mouthpiece and he yell, that's bullshit. Uh, apparently the ref didn't like that shit. Called the technical, got him to fuck up out of there. And then on the other side of the court, uh, KD was flicking somebody off. Now, I don't know what the fuck is really going on with these niggas, but... Um, these niggas gotta cool it. <laughs> they really gotta fucking cool it. Uh, you can't just be out here flicking our fans, my nigga. Uh, these niggas buy tickets, and if they don't buy tickets, nigga, you don't get paid. And uh, if you don't get paid, nigga, you won't be playing basketball. And uh, you too tall and funny looking not to be playing basketball and rich, my nigga. Just remember that. But um. Yeah, man, they fined Steph Curry, man, fifty thousand fucking dollars for throwing the mouthpiece. Uh, that's excessive as fuck. It's damn near overkill. Um, fifty thousand fucking dollars, man. Say what? Yes, fifty thousand dollars for throwing a mouthpiece. Like, I get it. You got fouled. You threw that shit. I mean, hell, I done seen worse in, in basketball games. Um, shit, Marshawn Lynch ran up on the motherfucking ref and shook a nigga up before, you know what I mean? But but for these niggas to find this nigga $50,000, I could see 5000 I could see, uh, I could see 10000 But 50 Man, fuck out of here, man. That's bullshit. Uh, the NBA on some bullshit altogether. I know they did some shit before the season started where they were saying that all NBA players got to stand for the national anthem. Um, apparently, they don't want the same shit 
that's going on in the NFL that happened in the NBA, which is bullshit because uh, Adam Silver was talking about how the NBA is so open and caring about their players, and then like two weeks before the preseason ended, he was like, nah, them niggas ain't taking no knee. So, um, yeah, I don't understand this shit, man. Um, I get it. You know, these niggas like to be paid. Uh, don't nobody want to be poor. You know, everybody, they used to live in a certain lifestyle now, but it's certain shit to where you just got to man up and take that L, my nigga. Like, this is one of them. Man, I'm not motherfucking giving a fuck about a paycheck. If a nigga tell me I got to do something specifically, like, if that shit is some shit, like, that's that's affecting people that look like me, and I can really take a stand and use my platform to change some shit, and he come to me like, nah, you can't take no knee. I don't want to see you taking no knee. I don't want to see you doing shit or we getting you the fuck up out of here. Yo, get me the fuck up out of here then. It's a wrap. I got to go. Because truth of the matter is, like, motherfucking people that's performing the national anthem is taking a knee at the end of the national anthem as they're singing it. My nigga, you can't take time out to take a knee. You can't take time out to, to resist what the fuck these motherfuckers telling you. Sound like some bitch shit to me. I mean, but that's what I expect from basketball playing ass niggas, man. Um, I never been a big, big fan of basketball. However, this year, I'm not gonna lie, um, my eyes have been fucking glued to the NBA games. There's so much shit going on. Um, there's so many people uh, moving from this team to that team. Uh, I don't know. I. I like I said, man, I think OKC going to give Golden State some work. I don't think they're going to beat Golden State right now. Um, Golden State looks shaky starting off these few first games and shit, which is cool. I get it. You know, beginning of the season. i wait till after All-Star break to kind of gauge them. Um, that way they done had a few games under their belt. They done got all the jokes and shit out during All-Star game. They actually come out and start playing after All-Star game. Um, so... Around that time, that's when you can really see what a team is about, uh, which is cool because that's usually when it matter anyway. Um, my nigga Lonzo Ball uh, has been showing off and doing his motherfucking thing. A lot of people ain't been giving him uh, his credit because I guess he ain't been dropping that many points. Um, the first game he had, he only had three points. His second game, he showed the fuck out. He was an assist away from a triple-double. Um, he had 29. And then the game against the Wizards, he played against John Wall. He only had six points. But he had 10 assists. Um, I mean, he had 10 rebounds and eight assists. I mean, the nigga's not – he's not a fucking scorer. Let's get that shit out the way. He's a, a true point guard. Um he likes to make plays. He's a playmaker. He likes to orchestrate what's going on during the offense. And to me, I, when I see them play, he they are a lot better when the ball is in his hands. Um, people are getting a, a lot of better shots. Uh, they're get, they're getting more open shots, let me say. And they they move different when he got the ball in his hand. Um, now I'm not gonna lie to you. When he played against Phoenix and had out and he had that double double and he almost had that triple double, he got in his groove. And when he get in his groove, and if he can if he can take that and run with that shit through the season, yo, niggas is done. 
Lonzo Ball is gonna be the fucking truth. When he catches groove, I'm telling you, that nigga gonna be the truth. Um Of course you already know me, man. Shout out to LeVar Ball, bro. That nigga is he's he's the he's the homie, bro. He he does it. Like, you know, when that nigga when that nigga Lonzo have a bad game, LeVar Ball start running his mouth. He take all the shit away from Lonzo and put it on him. When that nigga Lonzo had a great game in Phoenix, bro, the only thing that nigga said was, hey, you do what he do. And he walked off. But I see what that nigga doing, man. And it's he he just being an awesome fucking father. You got to get a nigga his credit. For him to take up and, and put his boys through what they going through and, and, and giving them the shit that they need to really survive out here. Yo, I mean, I couldn't be more prouder uh, of fatherhood than seeing that. You know, because that's something that a lot of people don't do. That's something that a lot of people can't do. He putting his kids in a position to where in the future, they're not going to need shit. When you ain't even in the league yet, and the league approach you to do a partnership for your brand, that shit makes a hell of a difference. And now picture this. This this the dopest shit of all of it, though, right? They waited for Lonzo to get out of college to be the face of the big baller brand. Now, now that Lonzo is the face of the big baller brand, don't forget, it's his dad's business. And now, you got to remember, the middle son, Jello, that nigga played for UCLA. Uh, You can't have that shit in, in college. They'll kick you the fuck out. Um, This nigga going to be smart. And he he gonna he gonna hold off to Jello get out. When Jello get out, Jello gonna be the next big thing, you know. Um, I heard some people say that Jello actually better than Zo. I don't know. I ain't never seen Jello play. I only seen two of them play. I seen Lonzo play, um, and I seen Lamelo play. But they say that Jello got a better game than Zo um, offensively. So you know we'll see, man. Um, college hoops is coming up. Uh, Shout out to the Dayton Flyers doing their thing. Um, let's get one, boys. You know what I'm saying? But uh, shout out to the Duke Blue Devils as well. Coach K doing his thing, you know. Um, I'm eager to see how Jello does. I want to see what he does when he's on the court. I want to see what he does off the court, how he handles the pressure from his dad. Even though his that pressure is kind of focused on Lonzo right now, but... If Jello come out and he does his shit and he actually starts being the face of UCLA, yo, ain't no telling what's going to happen. Um, it'd be nice to actually see him and his brother play on the Lakers together, you know, because, I mean, it's a one-and-done experience. You only need one year to play. Shit, why not? You know, go ahead and get that shit out the way and shit, go play with your fucking brother, you know? But ain't no telling, man. But I'm excited about Lonzo still. I think he's going to be a great player in the NBA. Um, I think he's going to be some shit. I think he's going to be one of them point guards that we remember for a long time. I think he's going to at least bring him a chip. One. Not not multiple, but I think he's going to get one. Um, salute to the homie John Wall, bro. He's been doing this fucking thing. Um, I know he was like highly touted in college and shit and, you know, coming out of college 
you know, he wasn't necessarily on the track that everybody thought he was going to be. But that nigga there now. Uh, John Wall is definitely uh, between him and Russell Westbrook. Them niggas going to be the face of the NBA. Um, them niggas is killing what a point guard is supposed to be. A point guard is no longer the dude that orchestrate the fucking floor and you know you still got a few of them like I said you got Lonzo you got Chris Paul Tony Parker um you got a few of them that do that but these two niggas and I, you could throw Kyrie in there too um I wouldn't throw Steph in there Steph is more so uh he he ain't necessarily a true point guard <clears throat> he ain't necessarily a true point guard, but uh, he very—he's a very offensive point guard. Um, he can give you the assist, but he's definitely gonna score. He's definitely gonna get twenty a game. Um, John Wall, Kyrie Irving, and uh, Russell Westbrook. These niggas are like shooting guards. For real. I mean, you could damn near say, like, James Harden. Uh, James Harden, you could add him in that shit, too, because they had him playing point guard recently. These niggas are really killing point guard shit. Like, these are literally the top five point guards right now. It got to be Kyrie, Steph, John Wall, um, Russell Westbrook, of course. And it, I don't know if James Harden is still playing... Uh, point guard with Chris Paul being there, but you know, whatever. I will add James Harden in there. But man, they holding it the fuck down, man. Um, I still think John Wall is gonna be the face of the NBA. Um, I know that's a crazy ass hot take, and I know that's some shit to say, but I believe that John Wall is gonna be the fucking face of the NBA. Um, this nigga is doing some shit right now that I don't see a lot of people doing at all. Um, some of the shit that this nigga does is fucking amazing. Like, I've seen this nigga take people to the cup. Then uh, I've seen this nigga shoot. I've seen this nigga break people down before he got to the cup. Break people down before he go to shoot. He could pass. He could play defense. I mean, he just got it all. He he just an all around guy. I think John Wall is gonna be the face of the fucking NBA. Um, he just got all the fucking intangibles, man. I mean, he could just do it all. I mean, literally, um, he just made what he just he just put up eighteen and some change. No, yeah, he put up eighteen. Um. I think he had a double-double against Lonzo in the Laker game. Uh, but before that, the game before that, I forgot who they were playing. I want to say it was the Celtics. And they were just beating the shit out the Celtics for a minute. Like, they was really putting the hurting on the Celtics. Um, another person that I think is really going to be a star is Giannis Antetokounmpo. I know I just killed this nigga whole name. But Antetokounmpo, Antetokounmpo, and not a, I don't know, it's Kumpo is the end though, and to something, but the Greek freak, Giannis, 
or Giannis or however the fuck you pronounce it. Um, this nigga is the truth. Uh, <laughs> this nigga is gonna he's eventually gonna give Brian a run for his money. Um, it won't be soon. It won't be within the next couple years though. Uh, but it'll be very it it'll be it'll be there. He gonna definitely give Brian a run for his money. Um, this nigga can do it all. He's taller than Brian too. That's the thing. A lot of niggas don't catch on to. I think this nigga like almost seven foot. He like on some KD type shit. But that that nigga is a, a monster. He took KD's powers before KD actually start doing this shit. He somehow took KD's power because that's what KD was supposed to be. And that nigga KD is soft as fuck. Um, KD has not grown at all. You can tell. You can see it in the way he play. Uh, you can see it in his press conferences. You can see it in the way he react to shit. That nigga's still a kid, man. Um, and it's sad because that shit is really hindering him from really being the nigga in the NBA. The fact that, you know, he's doing Sports Illustrated articles talking about he tired of being number two. Nigga, why are you telling people that you number two? Like, that's not even some shit I'm about to admit. Like, I'm not, nigga, number two. Like, if a nigga would have said that shit to me in a fucking interview, I, number two, who, who number two? Nigga, you number two. You talking after me, my G. Like, fuck you mean, nigga, number two. Fuck out of here, but... I mean, I don't know, man. I just think, I don't think he better than KD. I don't think he got it like KD got it. KD, I mean, my fault. I don't think he got it like Giannis or Giannis or whatever the fuck. The Greek freak. He ain't got it like the Greek freak got it. This nigga be flying. He don't glide. He fly. That nigga can jump from half court and dunk probably. He could block. He could steal. He could run. Like, he ain't slow. He ain't fast, but like he got that, he got enough to where he got the stride to catch your ass. I mean, this nigga just got all the fucking intangibles, man. He got great defense. He could, um, he could lay it up. He could dunk it. If he learned how to shoot like threes and really shoot like with a jumper, yo, it's over with. I'm telling you now, the fucking Greek freak um, is gonna give Brian a run for his money. Um, he's not gonna be better than Brian, but he definitely gonna be. He gonna challenge LeBron, um, and uh, John Wall, face of the NBA. Don't forget about it. You know what I'm saying? We out here. You feel me? <coughs> um, but anyway, man, that was that was all I had to say about that shit. I just had to get it off my chest, man, because. I was watching John Wall play ball, and I'm like, yo, this nigga just got it. He got everything. Like, it ain't nothing that nigga couldn't do. So, you know, it's cool. But um, Birdman and Rick Ross are still beefing. Now, I know a lot of people don't really give a fuck because, you know, Ross came out with Idols Become Rivals or whatever. Um, This is... This is something bigger than what we think it is. Um, this is definitely something way bigger than what we think it is. Um, if you listen to Idols Become Rivals, you realize that I think Ross is more so heard about the way Birdman is and the way Birdman is treating double, double, uh, the people that surround him. 
um, because Ross has a you could well I don't know I don't hang around a motherfucker but I think he has a great uh, relationship or a friendship with Wayne I know he got a great friendship with Khaled um, cause them niggas do their thing all the time and I think he kinda helped uh, get Khaled to the spot to where he is now even though Khaled been out for a long fucking time he was doing this shit with Terror Squad and all that um I think when he really started embracing the the Florida aspect of who he was, like shit started changing for him. And um Birdman who uh is from New Orleans, for some odd ass reason he likes to be in Miami all the time. Uh he talk about Miami like he from there. And I think that's kind of odd. So, of course, you know, Ross going to have some shit to say about that. That's his hometown, Carroll City, uh, Dade County, or whatever that shit they be talking about. I don't know. All I know is, nigga, Birdman got to pay somebody. Um, and Rick Ross is sick of that shit. Um, he ain't having that shit no more. He tired of it. Uh, so, that's all I got about that. I don't know. Um, I ain't gonna lie. I think Birdman would get his ass whooped by Rick Ross in a fight, though. That's just my personal opinion. I just think Rick Ross would beat that nigga up. Birdman is, uh, I ain't gonna lie. I think Birdman is, like, uh, very, uh, feminine. He tried to, like, play hard and shit, like, in interviews and everything, but he's, you can tell he's very feminine. He has a lot of, uh, female tendencies. Um, I went back and watched the Breakfast Club interview, uh, put some respect on my name. I'll cheer y'all. And it was a lot of shit that he did was that was some bitch shit. Like, first and foremost, when he came in, he brought, like, four or five niggas with him. But them niggas was standing up against the wall. Like, them niggas wasn't allowed to sit down or nothing. I thought that was odd as fuck. And then he came in, like, he already had an attitude being in there like he didn't let it build up he just got straight to the shit before they was even supposedly recording which I thought was another female move and then he just yeah like and you could hear in his voice like he was trembling and you know he was getting real emotional and not necessarily crying but you could tell like he was mad to the point to where like he was ready to swing on somebody which is another female emotional move. Like, that's what women do. They get mad and, like, their voice start trembling and shit, and then they just start whooping on your ass. So, to me, man, he just had too many um, bitch characteristics. Um, not calling women bitches because, as you know, it's a lot of male bitches, too. So, <coughs> meaning bitches in soft, uh, not bitches in female. But it's some. It's some bullshit going on in that situation, man. And and if Birdman ain't giving these niggas their money, then that's some foul shit. Because this is a nigga that you call your son. And if you could treat this nigga like that, then anybody that do any kind of business with you is going to be fucked. If he cannot pay Wayne, bro, he not paying nobody. This nigga might not be paying his taxes. So it is what it is. Um, Moving on. Uh, I read a Forbes article about mental patients and um, the cure for some of these mental illnesses out here could actually be uh, <coughs> uh, not um, 
not clinical drugs, but actually street drugs. Uh, mushrooms, LSD, Molly, shit like that. They think that this shit is curing mental patients. I'm not really surprised if it is, especially mushrooms. Because a lot of the mushrooms that they do, that shit is, um, they say it's a natural high. It's not necessarily a um, a synthetic high. What I mean, <coughs> excuse me, what I mean by that is, uh, for anybody that smoked weed, you know that the high of regular weed and the high of um, loud or gas or whatever the fuck y'all call it nowadays, it's two different highs. Um, the chemicals and loud and gas and all that other extra shit, um, it's synthetic. And on top of that, it take uh, a quick high and it's it, you you come down very fast off the high. Um, for those people who usually like smoke regular weed, when they high, they high. It's a mellow high. Um, and then, you know, it lasts a minute. You know, you usually got to sleep that shit off. Uh, but, um, you know, that's what they saying. Ain't no telling for real. Uh, me personally, I don't believe it. <clears throat> I think that's a way of actually um, getting away with doing harm to some of these people with mental illnesses. Um, because that's really what they usually try to do, especially when they got to get a motherfucker that deal with drugs and all that other shit. Uh, they usually trying to put a cap in that motherfucker. So if you know anybody with a mental illness and, you know, they out here doing their thing, you know, make sure you keep an eye over them, make sure you watch them. Cause ain't no telling what's going to happen. But, uh, about to take this quick break and I'll be right back. Once again, ladies and gents, this episode is brought to you by the good people at North State of Mind. Go to NorthStateOfMind.com to get some unique, exclusive gear. Plus, you can support the podcast by ordering your very own custom, already home podcast shirt. Make it special by putting your name, Twitter handle, and more on the back. Remember, that's NorthStateOfMind.com. Swagged out. Dapper. Fresh, dope. These are just a few words that describe the merch you can get from Varsity House Boutique, bringing you everything you need from shoes, clothes, hats, and the necessary accessories that makes them pop. Log on to varsityhouseshop.com and get the latest in fashion and culture. Varsity House, keep your cool, play with style. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Uh, so some crazy shit been going on. Um, apparently, uh, Gabrielle Union is an advocate for ass eating. <laughs> that shit sounds funny saying that shit, but uh, yeah, um, she went on Sway's morning show and uh, she was, I guess, just down with ass eating. And um, I used to have a crush on Gabrielle Union, and then I found that shit out. Oh. Yeah, it's all bad. 
Um, <laughs> I'm not with that shit, man. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think that's a cool thing as a man. Uh, to have your girl lick your butthole. It's not. <laughs> it's not a cool thing to do. Let's just go ahead and keep it real, man. It's gay. <laughs> like, listen, I, no, you're not going to do that to me. There's no way. Give a fuck what the situation is. Like, I could be right there about to bust one. If you do, you ruined everything. I got to go to jail because now I got to kill you. Um, don't do that. That's not cool. Um, that's not a place where you're supposed to put your tongue. Um, I mean, like, unless you just one of them people who just, I guess, like shit. I don't know, but I don't understand like what this whole ass eating phenomenon thing is. Like, that's not some cool shit. Shit comes out of there. Literal shit comes out of an asshole, and you licking it. Go fuck how well you clean it. The image alone should ruin your life. Um. I just, I don't, I don't get it, man. You just gonna put your tongue in an asshole? You know? Uh, whatever. Um. Yeah, she admitted to that shit, though. She said that, uh, she in her 40s, or like, she about to be 50 or some shit, which is amazing. Because, um, <laughs> she bad. She cold as fuck. Uh, a lot of those older black actresses are um except for Vivica A. Fox she blew it um she uh decided to get like some surgery or some shit or Botox or whatever the fuck she got she fucked that shit all the way up um that shit's not hot she looked fucked up she like Lil Kim Lil Kim looked fucked up Lil Kim looked like uh she looked like a tan Asian lady. Like a little short, fat, tan Asian lady. Like, I don't know what the fuck that shit was. <clears throat> but she made some bad choices. Uh, not in life, but in the surgery room. That shit was horrible. And then, um, like, Sanaa Lathan, she's still cold as fuck. Um, fucking Jada Pinkett Smith. Yo, she is Mrs. Benjamin Button. That motherfucker don't age at all. She looked, I don't, she looked better. She looked like she just got 30. Um, <coughs> excuse me. She looked like she just touched 30, though. Um, I watched her in fucking, uh, in the trailer for Girls Trip. And, I mean, that motherfucker just looked good. Uh, who else? Taraji. Taraji Cole. Um... The other chick that be with uh that was with Taraji and think like a man, they was best friends and uh she was fucking on the young boy. No, not the young boy. She was fucking on uh Terrence J from one oh six and Park. I forgot what her name Regina something. She cold too. I like her. Um it ain't Regina Hall. Is it Regina Hall? I don't know. Her name Regina though. She alright. Um, but they was all in that movie, man. They was doing their thing, holding it down. 
Um, Gabrielle Union is still fine. So is Sanaa Lathan. Um, Tiffany Haddish, that's one to look out for. She cold as fuck, too. I forgot where the fuck this was going. I just got to talk about sexy women, so uh, pardon me. But anyway, um, man, y'all know I'm a big Cardi B fan. Y'all know I ride for Cardi B, so salute to Cardi B. Her and Offset are engaged. Um, she has, or had, or I'm not sure if it's still up there or not, but she was number one in the country on her single. Uh, she finally got engaged to Offset. She got a bag and fixed her teeth. I mean, she's doing her thing, man. I'm proud of Cardi B. You know what I'm saying? I, I want to see more stories like that happen in the hood for people like us because I don't think people understand the the, the leap of faith that people take to do certain shit. And to me, I feel like she took the ultimate leap of faith. You know, she used to be a fucking stripper. Um, she was shaking her ass for Lord knows how much money. You know, she had some surgeries just to make sure she make her money. Now she, you know, she doing her thing. She make money moves. She don't got to dance. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um... But it's cool, though. You know, they got engaged uh, on stage at that. And, uh, you know, salute to them. So, Offset, Cardi B, you know, congratulations. Um, I'm glad a real nigga uh, came through and got up on that instead of one of them corny, cornball-ass niggas. Because, you know, they was definitely out there. Um so, man, it is what it is, man. I know I was listening to the radio last night and uh, on my way home, uh, coming back from Tennessee, and all that shit sound the same. Like, for real, for real. Like, I mean, it's, it's, it's horrible. Like, <coughs> excuse me. That shit sound like the same song. Like, I remember they played... Uh, Uzi Vert They played Yachty And somebody else And all that shit Sounded the same Like all that shit Sound like the same Fucking song Back to back to back And maybe it ain't The same song Maybe Just whoever they using To do the beats uh, Apparently is still In each other's beats And It's no good uh, Stop that shit Change it up Or something That shit is trash Um <laughs> I don't know, but that shit is garbage. That shit pissed me off. And, uh, I couldn't focus after that because I was confused. You know what I mean? I don't like being confused, especially when I'm driving. But anyway, I think, uh, and I think this would be it. Yeah, I think this would definitely be it. So, salute to y'all for listening, man. Um, you know, thank y'all for spending y'all time with me. I know it ain't as exciting as when we have guests or, you know, it's both of us doing our thing, but... Regardless of the situations and everything that we got going on, 
um, our goal is to always give you the content where we can give you the content. And that's what we strive to do every time we take time out to do these podcasts. So um, hopefully, you know, you appreciate them. Um, and, you know, you enjoy them just as much as we enjoy making them. Um, you know, in the future, man, ain't no telling what's coming up. You know us. So we just going to make sure every week, man, we just going to try to bring y'all something hard. We just going to try to bring y'all something cool. Um, we got a lot of shit in the works that we trying to do. Uh, so we will be announcing them as they come out, um, as they become confirmed. And we will be letting you guys know the shit that we doing um, here and there. But once again... Gang couldn't be here because he had to, you know, work on his project. He is a music artist uh, first. He's a podcaster second. Um, so, of course, you know, man, make sure y'all support the homeboy. Make sure y'all show him as much love as possible. The same love y'all show him on the podcast, man. Go to that piff and um, show him that love on uh, his mixtape opportunity. Go to... Reverb Nation, search Detroit Gang, and go show him that same love on whatever he drop on Reverb Nation, and um, go to his SoundCloud, go to his YouTube, go to his Twitter, his Instagram, um, it's either Detroit Gang or Detroit underscore Gang 84, or some shit like that, a mix between the ones, mix them up, you'll find them. <clears throat> but make sure y'all go support the homie, man. Um, definitely hold him down, man, because he out here trying to do his thing. He trying to make it, and we want to see him uh, get out here and be successful. So um, salute to the boy, you know. Hopefully he'll be back next week. If not, you'll be with me again, goddamn. You know what I'm saying? Nah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, you know, we just want to see him strive, man. He actually working with Nature Boy right now, which is – um which is amazing because they work great together. They always doing their shit. So salute the Nature Boy as well. Salute the Matrix. Uh, I believe he'll be on the um, he'll be on the project too. Um, salute the Rondo man. You know they got their shit coming out soon. They be they working on their shit. Um, so you know we can't wait to hear that. So you know they holding it down, doing their thing. Uh, once again. Salute to BossLadyHair.com. I'm sorry, SwagLadyHair.com. Um, y'all go check that out. If y'all need them bundles, go get them bundles. Um, Chelsea Chase at ChasingDreams.com. Uh, Shalea Espino at Frozen in Time Events on Facebook. Um, shout out to the homeboy, Esdai Foster. And the OG Uncle Washington at the Stolen Time Podcast. Shout out, as always, man, from the rooter to the tutor, man, from the first to the end, Alpha Omega, however you want to put it, man. Shout out to the big homie, big bro, uh, boy Atkins, man, um, with the Casual Addiction Podcast. Um, I don't know when he's dropping it, but I'm not going to lie. I enjoyed that shit. Um he actually made me start watching wrestling again. That's how well I enjoyed that shit. So, yo, boy, man, if you are listening, we need more episodes, bro. 
get on your shit, man. Um, man. Uh, shout out to um, Flam as usual. You know, holding it down for the city, of Dayton, Ohio. Um, man, shout out to the Dayton Flyers. College hoops is coming back up, baby. Um, so let's make the city proud. Let's do it. Um, man, shout out to my city, Dayton, Ohio, just in general. 937 stand up. Shout out to uh, everybody for real, man. Um, proud of all y'all. Um, as usual, man, you know you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, Xbox Live, if you ever want to get your ass whooped. Anything, man, um, at Scoots Bronson. It's all one word, no spaces, no capital letters. It don't matter. Just spell out Scoots Bronson. Or if you got to, Google it. All my shit will pop up. Um, you can always fuck with me and fuck with Gan at the uh, website, alreadyhomepodcast.com, um, or on our Twitter page for the podcast, Already Home Pod, or you can email us at alreadyhomepodcast at gmail.com. Um, if you have a business, if you have a brand, um, if you have an event, if you have a mixtape, if you have uh, a R&B album, if you got a song, anything you want us to promote, anything you want us to shout out, anything you want us to, excuse me, uh, throw some exposure at and, and, you know, bring to our listeners, man, email us at alreadyhomepodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter if it's easier. Uh, at already home pod, all one word. You know, come fuck with us, man, because you know we want to see everybody shine. We want to see everybody make it. Um, yeah, and that's it, man. Uh, got another one in the books by myself. I'm working on it. I know it's a little, it's a little rocky, but I'm getting there. Trust me. I'm, a, I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna have my shit together. Trust me. So, just bear with me. Um, whenever I got to do it by myself, I appreciate y'all for listening. Um, we couldn't do this if it wasn't for y'all. Uh, I thank everybody who take the time out their day to download it, to stream it, to share it with other people, um, to try to put other people on. Even if you just listen in the five minutes, I appreciate it. Um, thank you for the people who will go on SoundCloud and listen to it, for the people on iTunes. Um, for the people who don't know, it is also on Google. You can go to Google and download this as well. Um, you can go to... Um, YouTube as well, just, you know, show us some love, man. We do appreciate for the people that do it constantly, for the people that do it here and there. Just I appreciate everybody, man, just making sure they fuck with us. So thank y'all, man. It's your boy, Scoots Bronson. And as usual, you already know, baby, it ain't where you're from. It's where you at. It's already home. We out! reach the high fashion hotline hi my family's going to a concert in the park and we want our style to be the main attraction rock over to old navy old navy yep right now get up to 50 percent off jeans from 15 bucks for adults 10 bucks for kids at old navy and old navy.com up to 50 percent off jeans for the family that's music to my ears plus now you can get in and out of the store in a flash with buy online pick up in store it's fun fast and free styles that take center stage and free pickup in store when i buy online old navy here we come high fashion old navy about 720 to 729 select styles only